It's your boy Rabino. And this DJ Erm in the building. And you listen to the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. What it do, what it do. You're tuning into the Up and Up podcast. I'm your host, Rabino. And I'm DJ Erm, man. How you doing, man? I'm good. You good? Yeah. Trying to wake your game up? Yeah, yeah. I know, man. Already woke. You had a long night last night, right? Uh, nah, I'm not even going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, man. For those of you tuning in for the first time, this is the Up and Up podcast. Um, hence the name Up and Up. We're a platform created to cultivate the culture, you know, uh, share amazing stories of individuals who are grinding, going after mm-hmm. what they want, living life on the up and up, and, you know, let nothing get in the way of that, right? For sure. Um, now, I do also want to shout out all the all the supporters, the listeners, the viewers, and all that continuous support. We appreciate it. Uh, make sure, man, make sure to rate, subscribe, review. You can catch all our episodes on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, all that. Yeah, all that. <laughs> and like it, too. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, definitely. I love I love getting the reviews, man. We, they keep coming in and, you know, we get some good insight on, on mm-hmm. how, how these stories are affecting our listeners, right? Yeah. Um, now, you know, we always come with a guest, right? Um, a guest with a great story and um, who's doing something amazing, not just in the city, but beyond that. Um, and today's guest, you know, I would say, um, she's a woman who's taking matters into her own hands when it comes to this thing we call fashion. Um, a true visionary who's keeping everything she's doing on the up and up. All right. Obviously she wouldn't be in that seat if if not. Um, I would say a positive representation for women who, who are aspiring to go into entrepreneurship or, you know, jump into the business field in that space alone. Um, and she is the CEO and owner of SBK Seattle clothing also um by keeping up with cam our guest is none other than the ambitious creative and boss chick herself camille brown can we get a round of applause appreciate it, appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. yes yes thanks yes thanks for having me of course of course thank you for coming how are you doing i'm i'm good good chilling i'm a little sleepy today yeah man why is everybody <laughs> like i don't know it's the tuesday vibe. i've been up all day uh-huh. man i'm ready i've been ready for this interview been ready to tap in with you um, so hopefully we can wake your game up and you too. <laughs> oh, I'm woke, man. I try to tell you. Yeah. So, um, to give you kind of some insight, when we usually start our show, we, we have a quote of the day, cool. um, you know, something to get the vibe right, you know, get our minds right. And you know, my guy right here, he's a wordsmith. He always brings the quotes, you know? So what you got for us, man? I need that inspiration. Come on. This one, Yeah. This one's pretty interesting, but, uh, so the quote is fashion fades, but only style remains the same. Mm. I don't know. That just got me thinking. I was like. That's pretty interesting. Mm. So. Is that an anonymous quote or nah? Coco Chanel. I, Co- I was Co- gonna say. Uh, you know? I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't know if he's gonna say that or not. I know a lot of Coco. Oh, quotes. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shout out Coco Chanel. Yeah. Um. So say that again. So fashion fades. Fashion fades, but style remains the same. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. Now we bring in a quote because we always try to get something that will tie in directly to our guest story, and uh, for what you're doing with SPK Clothing and and everything you've built up until this point. Um, we do want to dive into that, but I we also want to give you a chance to kind of talk about the upbringing and how you, how it started for you. So, um, if you can, you know, where did you grow up and how was that for you, if you can? 
Okay, um, perfect quote, by the way, because mm-hmm. I do love Coco Chanel, so I think that's going to tie into my whole thing perfectly. Um, yeah. I was born and raised in the CD. Both my parents are from Philly. Mm-hmm. My dad got here in the Navy. My mom moved here when she was a kid. Okay. Um, so I grew up going back to the East Coast in the summers. So I feel like I kind of have a little bit of an East Coast vibe when it comes to certain things, but I'm very much Seattle rooted. Gotcha. So growing up in the CD, I feel like it's a, a pride thing. And I've also lived all over Seattle. I've never lived outside of a Seattle zip code, which I think is pretty cool. Because mm. a lot of yeah, people, yeah. you have to move or your parents move or whatever the case is. My mom's always been a stickler to try to stay in Seattle. So mm-hmm. I've never lived outside of a Seattle area code. So mm. I think that's cool. Yeah. And it also just adds a different, like, if you go to another city or another state, they don't understand how big Seattle is mm-hmm. to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We yeah. feel like it's the world yeah going somewhere else it's like really small yeah so i think how i was raised um my mom didn't have a lot of money i'm a i'm an only child of a single mother um my dad was kind of in and out so obviously like similar story like a lot of people have yeah you want everything you want more you want designer you want yeah. all the shoes mm-hmm. you want gold and yeah. diamonds and all that stuff so early age i feel like money just became a concept to go get it in any way shape or form mm. probably the first job i got was like babysitting at eight years old mm-hmm. yeah and i had a cpr license then so at eight years old i think <laughs> I, I took a cpr class my mom was taking it i watched all this stuff and wow. then when i was probably 10 i could get the official card and so then i was showing people like no i could really babysit your kid i took a cpr class and then they're like okay we'll pay her so my rates went from like 14 to 20 dollars an hour hold up Damn. I would let me find like, out i would be hanging out with my friends like let's go downtown and i have two kids with me because i'm babysitting at the same time so my rip and run rhythm and trying to get money in those type of ways is just like i could sit right now and think like i have nothing to my name how am i going to make some money mm-hmm. that doesn't mean it's going to happen overnight or yeah, magically yeah. but i have that in me that so. hustler spirit that's right. what they yeah. call it i think right that's what's up so yeah. what made you uh dip into like fashion um, when I was like the same age, I think when I was seven, I wrote in my diaries like every day I want to be a fashion designer. But like a thing that I would write that's maybe different from a young, wealthy seven year old is I would write, I want the stuff to be affordable so everybody can buy it. Mm. So that's stuff like my mom's a teacher. My mom tells her students things like that because it's like from that age, those are pivotal moments in your life because mm-hmm. now I think that same way. Like, I want my clothes to be affordable. I want people to be able to buy my stuff yeah. and everybody to have it. Mm. So if I thought that way when I was seven, they say, like, up to seven years old, that's when you're pretty much developing who you are as a human being. Mm. Yeah. So I, I believe that a thousand percent. Oh, okay. That's important, though, yeah. man. I think, you know, for a lot of us who are at this age we're at now, it's important to tell the youth that, though, right? Right. To, to explore your interests. And we talk about that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, they have to know... They don't have to know exactly what it is they want to do, but they definitely got to explore. You got to have an idea. Like, yeah. when I was that age, I knew what a paleontologist is. I, I could probably ask a couple seven-year-olds they might not know. My grandma taught me a lot of stuff and, and would tell me big words and things like that and just have me figure it out. So mm-hmm. a paleontologist, to the blind eye, you dig up some bones. Mm. So when I was that age, I'd be like, okay, sometimes I want to be a paleontologist, and then I also want to be an engineer, and I want to learn how to fly planes, mm-hmm. and then I want to be a fashion designer. Mm-hmm. So if your brain works like that at a young age, when you get older, you think college and business and this and that, and you have your mind open mm-hmm. to all those mm-hmm. other avenues. So for me, going to college wasn't exactly the route or the best route. Yeah. And so if kids, I don't necessarily say – 
encourage not going to college. Yeah. yeah. But if you start their minds thinking they can be everything they want to be instead mm-hmm. of just something, it's a whole yeah. different path. It's, it's, whole it's, different it's like for me, I feel like it's just putting value on yourself. Like, right. yeah. you know what I mean? Like, uh, again, college isn't the route for everybody. Right. But you got to you got to have conviction in anything you're doing. Right. And sometimes college is that space where people figure it out. You know what I mean? So um, I'm glad you did mention that. Um, now, I do kind of want to get into. So we talked about how you got into fashion. Um, the name SBK. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the story behind that? Because I feel like that's that's one of the biggest things you can do before you start any company or any brand is uh, coming up with that name. So yeah, what's the story behind that? Well, I first I have like some embarrassing pictures from when I. So the first shirts that I ever printed was at like a print store on Broadway. Okay. I have a shirt that's like the back of a Cameron CD. My mom got it made for me because I liked Cameron. It was my birthday, whatever. Mm, shout out Cam. So, right. Dipset. <laughs> yep. He actually liked the picture when I posted. So I think stuff like that is dope because mm-hmm. I still have it. But then I would like draw stuff up and get it printed for like a school dance and things like that. So I never thought of like make shirts to sell them. Mm-hmm. I always thought like just get enough money to own a clothing line and make your clothes. Mm-hmm. So I think the first shirts that I did was like right out of high school and I just had in my mind they're going to be really girly and they're going to be really cute mm-hmm. but they're also going to be kind of thuggy and like the concept was just all over the place. Yeah. So the name was Brass Knuckle Barbie Dolls. Brass <laughs> Knuckle Barbie Dolls. <laughs> that, that, yeah. That's edgy. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I made some shirts. I got them printed up. I have some really like tacky pictures in the shirts. They were very pink. They were very loud. And then thank God I was like no I don't know maybe I should think a little harder and I did and I got in my notebook and my boyfriend kind of helped me Mm -hmm. think and brainstorm and so I ended up coming with I still wanted brass knuckles so like I have a brass knuckle tattoo right here Mm -hmm. a lot of people like think it's weird but my aunt got breast cancer so it has her name underneath originally I wanted the breast cancer ribbon in the knuckles Mm -hmm. so I have a necklace that has the ribbon the knuckles Mm -hmm. the whole thing yeah but I don't really, I don't really focus on it as like, oh, that's a sad tattoo. She's alive and she's well. But for mm-hmm. me, it was like a fighting time, and mm. so I thought about it that way, and so that's what goes into my name. So, sweet brass knuckles. The combination is like, if a human being looks tough on the outside, but they're a sweetheart on the inside. If mm. a human being looks sweet on the inside, but they have so much conviction and drive and hustle behind them, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the oxymoron of a person mm. and a human being. Mm. They're inside and out not being like something that you can just coin yeah it's so that balance that too finding that balance everybody got that fight in them right you know yeah, and then they got real. that they got that you know i'm, yeah, I'm yeah. a chill you right know? so it's a little I'm less chill, aggressive yeah. than yeah. i guess brass knuckles are so i kind of have gone away from putting so much brass knuckles with my logos and things like that but like that's the that's the behind the scenes yeah. meaning for it no and i love i love asking that question for people who have brands and and, and why they come up with the names they come up with you know so uh that's interesting. And so I, I guess we got a good segue here because we're talking about <laughs> fighting, right? We're talking about um, fighting for your dreams. I'll say that. Um, now, you being a woman in business, right, mm-hmm. and historically is male dominant, that's whole space, right? right? Um, what kind of mentality did you have to develop before you jumped into this venture um, with, with SBK to, to know that, okay, you know, I am a woman. I am in this industry or I'm in a business field where obviously, you know, women don't get as many shots as they should. Um, so what was that mentality like for you? How how did you develop that? Mm, 2013 is when I got my first business license. I was working at Nordstrom. So I think for me, I wasn't really even thinking of it 
as much as I do now on a mm-hmm. daily basis. I wasn't thinking like, oh, I'm doing something different. I just thought, you like this, do it. This is a stepping stone because it's still, to me, this is a stepping stone to manufacturing and creating my own garments. This mm-hmm. is just a piece of what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So while I'm working, I worked at Nordstrom and I had a full-time position. I was a department manager, so I worked five, sometimes six days a week. Mm-hmm. And in that position, I was the youngest person in my store to be a department manager. Um, I got like a five, what was it, $52,000 salary position before I was 21. So I was really excited about that, but at the same time, I felt like I could always do more, and mm-hmm. I always had to prove something every single day at yeah. work because mm-hmm. somebody would say she's not old enough or she doesn't know what she's doing mm-hmm. or this young black girl shouldn't be trusted with all these people's jobs yeah. and all this yeah. money. Yeah. So I felt like that was more where I was like fighting to prove something. Making shirts was just like, are people going to like them or not? Yeah. And yeah. if they don't, then I got some extra shirts. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I started it, and so that kind of started with me really can i cuss on here you could do what you yeah. want that kind of started my like i don't give a fuck type of attitude yeah. because if i made something <laughs> um i just didn't really care if people were gonna eat it up or not and yeah. then when they did that made me feel better like it complimented my ego but at the same time i wasn't in it for money from jump yeah. i had a job my bills were being paid with mm-hmm. that so for how i started is not how everybody's gonna start yeah if i was starting now Cause right now I have no job. This is my hustle. This is my day to day. So now it's like, fuck everybody and what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. I'm not a male or female or anything else. I'm a business person mm-hmm. and here's where I'm at and here's where I'm trying to be. Gotcha. So I think the most important thing for a female to do is like, don't be intimidated by other people, male or female. Mm-hmm. Don't let your feelings and emotions get guarded because female we're, we're emotional. Yeah. So we could be like, oh, my God, nobody likes my stuff. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> yeah. not getting any likes. Yeah. And, like, my friends aren't buying it. That's not my situation because all my friends, all my family support me and support my brand. Mm-hmm. I have cousins and stuff that's from the South End, and they're like, I'm not going to buy the CD stuff, but I'll buy everything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got you. So yeah. love comes with your genuine personality and who you are. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you just got to go, like, balls deep into the game and not care who cares. Yeah, I mean, it's art. You know, when it comes to art, like, at the end of the day, you got to like it first. Yeah, if you're painting a picture, do you care if everybody likes it or do you have fun painting it? Yeah, you can't. You can't. Definitely. I think, um, and I think that's interesting that you brought that up because um, I do want to talk about kind of maybe some obstacles you did face. Because when we we bring people on the show, um, obviously, you guys are established. You guys are doing what you're doing, right? And and a lot of your supporters and following only see that side. They mm-hmm. only see the results. They only see you guys posting pictures of models. They only see you guys um, showing your catalog or, or what you guys have to offer. But the story behind it, I want to get to kind of maybe some obstacles you face along the way because everybody has has that resistance they go through. You know, um, can you can you reference any times or moments early on or even currently that you know where obstacles did occur? I don't think there will be enough time to talk about <laughs> the obstacles. No, yeah, real talk, it's though. Real so, like, me and my friends do, uh, we have Ladies Who Hustle, which is a whole separate group that we do um, entrepreneurship workshops and events where we talk about these type of topics. That's so dope. That's dope. I definitely always touch on the same thing every time, which is um, kind of time time management mixed with to-do lists mm-hmm. and so for me it was really hard when I had a full-time job I worked in Tacoma for three years 
and I've worked in almost every Nordstrom in the region. So switching positions or switching jobs, switching employees, switching how much money you're making and making sure that's enough. Um, having family aspects and friends and, and relationships and all that stuff. And then, oh, you just got three orders. You're excited about that, but do you have time to take those orders to the post office and do you know how they're supposed to be done? And do you have tissue paper? And like those ins and outs of things mm -hmm. were probably still are probably the number one thing for me. So what I have to do personally is have a like full, like full fledged dial to do list. Like mm -hmm. I have to be as polished as I possibly can. This appointment today was in my phone and it has the location. So it sends me a reminder for when I need to be there mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. what time and where it's at. Yeah. So the traffic and all that stuff to me is important so that I can be as timely as possible mm -hmm. because no one's perfect. Yeah. You can't be everywhere. Yeah. You can't always be on time, especially yeah. you go to other states. I do a lot of business in L.A. with manufacturing. I go out there. Traffic's different. Oh, yeah. I'm late to stuff. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So you have to be prepared for like. Do you know how to follow up then? Because yeah. if you're late to mm -hmm. things, it's in the follow-up. Do you follow up with the company that you missed your appointment to and let them know, hey, this was the reason, but also here's what I need and here's what I want. It's like those are the challenges for me mm -hmm. is being a one-man show. Mm. And so that's the challenge from day one is like you have all the benefits all the rewards, but all the work, mm -hmm. it doesn't change. So Yeah, I mean, it sounds like the fundamentals are important, right. right? Being disciplined and knowing how to stay on top of all of that. Um, so you said, you said you're said one-woman show, we'll say that. Mm -hmm. um, now, that is another thing I always see when people want to create, you know, whether it's a business venture or whatever. Um, a lot of times they're like, man, I need a team. I need to create a team. I don't know who to bring, bring on board. Was that something you, er you were trying to do early on or were you like, this is just it's it's easier for me to do it my way and myself or I how does that, how, how was that for you I don't know if I even thought about it that way I I I started it so creatively that I wasn't really thinking the business part mm -hmm. I did all the business stuff to the T with the license and the permits and all that stuff when I started but I was just kind of thinking like get this going and see what happens mm -hmm. and then when I did think at times like oh well maybe my friends would have fun doing this mm -hmm. the only reason I switched that off is just because it's it's more important to me to be able to be creative and enjoy that than to struggle with the back and forth. Like yeah. I said, I do have ladies who hustle is a business that I have with my friends. Got and you. That's a lot of personalities and a lot of ideas going mm -hmm. into one thing. This mm -hmm. is an avenue that it would hinder me to have more thoughts in things when I have a hundred t-shirt designs that I haven't done yet. Mm. So somebody else coming in with 15 more, isn't helpful to me because yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. there's only so much time and only you know so much you can do so i think that's where i'm at with this i do collaborate though with people that i care about and people that are doing good work mm -hmm. i try to keep it within a circle of you know people who i want to support and who support me mm -hmm. so i work with my friends i've hired my friends i've yeah. hired my my friends kids my yeah. nephews i've had them work with me eight-year-olds they know how to slang. So. Yeah. <laughs> Not for real, though, because, I mean, that, that I brought that up because I always see that. Like, uh, I had a homegirl who's who's trying to start something on her own. She's trying to branch out, and she's put so much work into this point that she doesn't feel like it would make sense to bring someone on board right. who doesn't understand the context of everything that had to go into it. So I, I can see why, you know, I guess you just got to fill it out. You just got to fill it out. And, and you out. can always get to, like, I won't tell too much. Maybe we'll have to come back when it's more of a thing, but mm -hmm. 
there are some things in the works that I've collaborated with some other people on mm -hmm. that I will be able to showcase my brand and mm -hmm. they'll be able to showcase things that they're doing as well mm -hmm. in a collaborative so that we're all making money but that we're all not creating together if that makes yeah, sense yeah, like so keeping that individuality right yeah. those are things that i think only come with time though because in five years of my business i know that that's the avenue i want to go mm. i wouldn't have known that before mm. so no, so how long were you uh how long have you been doing sb or sbk has been out since february 2013 okay. five years so yeah, yeah officially five years wow. i say five years but at the end of the day this still feels like year one because mm -hmm. this is my first year that I'm giving it my all and I don't have a fallback. Mm. So that's more pressure mm -hmm. and it's also more opportunity because if somebody's asking me details and numbers about my business, I should be able to come with those. Yeah. Versus yeah. when you have a full-time job and it's a hobby, mm -hmm. it's not the same passion, it's not mm -hmm. the same drive and you don't have the same like know-how. So. Yeah, no, definitely. And I did, I did get a chance to kind of look into the story of SBK and um, how, you know, I guess this is your five-year anniversary, or when mm -hmm. was uh, February? Yeah, it was right? like February, March. Yeah, so now I do want to jump into um, the evolution, right? So you guys currently have, a, a, is it a physical store or showroom? What, 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 how would you yeah, describe it? so I have a showroom. I've had that since May, so it's only been a short period of time, okay. I feel like. Um, the only thing that I feel like, and that's a that's a positive and a negative. Negative, that's another rent. Mm -hmm. The positive is it's my creative space. Mm. So it's um, I can be in there and package orders and play music as loud as I want mm -hmm. it. And in the meantime, I have everything at my fingertips all laid out and I'm not using up home space. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, if I'm like, hey, I want to sell some stuff, that's a mini pop-up area yeah. for myself. Mm -hmm. So that works all in the same I kind of play around with how I arrange it it's like having a, a very miniature store you move stuff around how yeah. you want to yeah um, and then I also do lashes so I do lashes out of there too I mean you just jack of all trades right <laughs> here <man. laughs> you know I try to get it in every I feel way that. I feel that so that for that too it's like a I don't even combine the two I have complete separate businesses with those but yeah. at the same time if somebody's in there and they're getting their lashes done they might not know my brand at all mm. if they're there though and they're getting up from the chair they're looking in the mirror they're like oh what's that shirt mm. and a lot of times that turns into a sale mm -hmm. it goes good with the lashes right yeah. it turns into <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. an interest yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's That's like good. i used to be very weary of connecting all those dots mm -hmm. but the showroom space has definitely been a good like you meet people walking down the hall or people are like oh i also go to this service in that same building mm -hmm. and then you know you just create love with that so it's not a store but it's a stepping stone yeah yeah store. for sure for sure it's a place for people to pull up right and, and have that physical connection exactly with the brand i like that um now this is a question i do want to ask because i'm always curious about like when it comes to fashion um when you're creating your designs right mm -hmm. and i'm sure you said you got like 100 ready to go in the pipeline but at the same time do you feel like maybe sometimes it's okay to take uh, some suggestions from someone who may have a different perspective on, on your creative on your creative uh, or your creations you know what I mean um, you know a lot of times people might find themselves with just a bunch of yes men and everybody's like oh that's dope that's fire mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's clean I'd rock that you know but mm -hmm. then in the back of your mind I'm like man I want someone to challenge me so I can see how I can make this product better you know what I mean and so is that something you're open to? Oh, okay. So, yes and no. Okay. <laughs> so, here's the things I'm open to. Yeah. Okay, I always wanted to see this hat, this shirt, whatever, in this color. Mm -hmm. Those are things that are tangible to me. Literally, people will be like, I never, 
I never thought that you would put this color combo, but if you did, I will buy it. And then I think about that, and sometimes it's immediate or sometimes it takes a while. But mm -hmm. when I do, I'm not going to go to that person necessarily if it's a follower on Instagram and hit them up. Yeah. But if they see that and they're like, oh, my God, they listen to my feedback, yeah. that's going to make them not only want to buy it, but that's going to feel like they had some input yeah. mm -hmm. into my brand that they yeah. already fuck with. So yeah. I'm like, I appreciate that, and I take those things. Here's where it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> when people come up and they're like, why don't you have a South End shirt? Why don't you have a Tacoma shirt? Why don't you have a this shirt? The reason that those are solid no's is anyone that knows me knows that I have fun designing anything. I've designed flyers for people. That's not my job. I'm not a graphic designer. Mm -hmm. But if somebody likes how something looks, I'll throw it together. Yeah. It pay me through Cash App. Yeah. But when it's a, a, a design for a shirt, I've designed family reunion shirts. I've designed brand logos and stuff that people are just going to use for their work. Yeah. I would design a South End, a Tacoma, or whatever someone solicits me to do yeah. for the check. Yeah. But it's not going to be carried on keeping up with Cam.com. For sure. Com. It doesn't align mm -hmm. with, with the brand. Right. Yeah, and yeah. it doesn't align with the brand, not because it's a, this is 2018. I'm not a CD versus South End advocate yeah, yeah. at mm -hmm. all. But why for me who's one person in the brand who has no affiliation with something would i sell it just to yeah. sell it because mm -hmm. that's doing a disservice to that community yeah definitely i think it, I, it would devalue the brand right. too you know because they're like oh what are you doing you more just, than even the know? brand i think it would devalue like the purpose for sure yeah because exactly somebody from somebody from othello should be like you know what i love my neck of the woods so much i want to do this like yeah mm -hmm. i like i said i lived in seattle so at times that i've moved i've lived on orcas i've mm -hmm. lived on henderson mm -hmm. i've lived a couple places i have respect for all of seattle and that's why my brand is not a central district brand. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. I am from the CD yeah. and I have pride in it. Yeah. But when people look a little deeper, I think they ask different questions than they would ask from afar. Like people that are like, can you come out with a shirt that matches the Valentine's Day forces? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a definite no. Yeah. But if you put in two cents with me, a lot of times you're going to get something from it. If it's just colorways or it's, kid stuff like mm -hmm. a lot of times i already have that stuff up my sleeve and i'm coming with it but i definitely love when people share with me their opinions their mm -hmm. ideas whatever because yeah. i take it i, I mean I, I feel like all criticism is good anyways at right. the end of the day yeah. whether they like it or don't like it they're paying attention and that's right. you, i mean that's what you want ultimately you know what i mean all attention is yeah good attention. exactly <laughs> yeah oh actually i don't know not all attention sometimes well, I, I need my okay, i need my yeah, privacy sometimes, sometimes you know? yeah yeah <laughs> Um, no, that's dope though. And I'm glad to see the evolution. Um, what was, uh, so ladies who hustle, is that mm -hmm. the name of the kind of the conglomerate or so that's our collective, collective and we do like brunches. So that, that was the core. We started that, I think in 2015. So that's brunches, um, pretty much a focus on just women. We have a panel and mm -hmm. women from different industries talk about, kind of some of the things we're talking about, their trials and tribulations, some of their highlights and their day-to-day -day things. Um, the last one we had was in L.A. We had it at the W Beverly Hills. And we had a pretty dope assortment of people in mm -hmm. different walks of life, different mm -hmm. age groups. We really focus on that. Um, yeah, we, we really just try with that group. It's separate for me as a business because yeah. that's where I get to be a girl yeah. and dress up mm -hmm. and whatever. Yeah. Um, I try to focus that SBK is very unisex. Mm. I don't do a lot of bright colors and whatever. All my t-shirts are for men and for women, mm -hmm. just like 
Nipsey Hussle's brand or just like any yeah. other brand that mm-hmm. people don't ask that question to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I try to stay there when it's Ladies to Hustle. That's pink. That's pretty. That's all the fun, fuzzy stuff yeah. because that's the moment where we get to give women a pat on our backs mm-hmm. for doing great things. Exactly. And that's and why I, that's why I brought it up. I feel like it's a dope way to empower each other. Right. You know what I mean? And also learn about who's doing what, you know? It, I've learned a lot of things and I do it. So I'll be sitting there taking notes and people in the audience or people on the panel will share something about an app that I never heard about. Mm. And then six months later, luckily I try to maintain conversation with people so I can hit them up and say, Hey, what was that app you mentioned? Mm -hmm. And that's stuff that has done a lot for my business. Like literally there was an app that was for price markups and like, it was like math, but to do with retail. Mm. I thought about that and it was a girl, um, Nicole Linnell, who has a huge brand right now, mm. and she started uh, House of Chic LA, which they hit a million dollars in sales in their first year. House of Chic, what are they? What is that, like another clothing store? Yeah, it's a okay. um, women's online clothing boutique based out of LA. Okay. And so her and her partner at the time, they hit a million dollars in sales in their first year. Like, that's really hard to do. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That sounds nuts. Mm-hmm. So from her, I'm like, I'm taking notes of anything yeah. you're talking yeah. about. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's doing even bigger things this year. Mm. The last person we had, um, Maxie J, she just opened a new store. She had a store on Melrose. She has a new store. She was featured in Forbes. Mm-hmm. So trying to focus on people that are super powerful because everybody needs those tidbits, mm-hmm. you know? And Support you need those connections. Support yeah. is key, man. Right. For sure. It's all about networking, for sure. You know, you never know, like, how it could come back to help you right. pretty much, you know, it yeah. all comes back full circle. Not definitely. And that's why I always say that, like, even with, with our, with this platform, we always want to make sure that we're highlighting people who are doing things right. So people know who to, who they can go to for certain things, well, not just fashion, but you know, we've had guests up here who, who've launched their own mobile apps and, that's you dope. know, and representation mm-hmm. is everything too, right? You need to know how you, you need to know that you can approach someone who looks like you, right. Um, who can probably relate to you a little bit more than someone else who, who's not from your culture. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, I do want to also touch on like, what are some things you got on the horizon now? Uh, you sound like you got a lot going on. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, um, what what can we look forward to? Um, you know, in the future, in the near future, for SBK and keeping up with Cam and, and ladies who hustle and everything else you got going on. Um, definitely some big things coming this fall. Uh, like I said, I'm not gonna spill all mm-hmm. the beans right now, oh, yeah, but I will sure. keep you guys in the loop with um, that. For sure, new merchandise to come. I haven't done kids stuff in a while, so I'm going to get going on that yes. and make sure that's out there for the people. Yes, we love um, the kids, man. Right, everybody, everybody <laughs> has kids. Somebody has a nephew. I don't have kids, but you know everybody they about has to get, a They're about to get back to school. Somewhere. You know kids, <laughs> right. kids got to get fly, man. They need the stuff. That shit yeah. matters, man. Yeah. <laughs> for real. So um, I have all the suggestions. My eight-year-old nephews, like I said, they helped me before. Mm-hmm. They know how much everything costs. They're the best salespeople I have. Um, They did a pop-up with me at South Center. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you, it was booming. And they're like passing out. We had snacks. We had all kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. They were walking in the mall, like telling people, come in here. We got stuff. And (laughs) they are the number one like group that will ask me like, are you going to do the sweatsuits in this color? And I need them to be in my size. Mm. And they this and that. Mm -hmm. So I definitely got to keep my ear to the elementary school yeah, and I take mm-hmm. right yeah, so I'll yeah. be doing a lot of things with that um I'm definitely always open to like mentorship too and there's people that hit me up in my yeah. dms I'm always open to that I mean I can't build a, a plan yeah, for yeah. you but um one thing I will shout out is score I don't know if you guys are familiar with that but it's a small business association sponsors score so it's right on fourth avenue okay. it's a if anyone's 
needing help with their business, Google it. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a mentor. Yeah. Do the workshops there. Yeah. My mentor, he's amazing. He's, uh, if I could guess, he might be like 75. Mm. I don't know how old he is, but he is like, he'll text me, call me, email me with any question I have. Mm. And if I'll send him like, for example, if I'm like getting ready for taxes and I'm like, here's all my tax information. Mm-hmm. He will go through it so thoroughly and respond and say, no, like one day I missed a month, like little stuff. He's like, you missed May. And then he'll redo the whole entire thing and send mm. it back to me and then send his notes. That's free. So that's yeah. something. If I knew that five years ago, I can only imagine where I'd be now. And that score, is that score.com? Where can people um, find, find this information? Google score or small business association. Okay. And then the Seattle chapter will link you right there. All the services for mentorship is free. Wow. Only thing that's not free is the classes. Some of them are as low as like $20, mm-hmm. $45. But then there's free ones too. So those are just things that I'm using right now to mm. try to dial down everything. Yeah. Because if I do have people that I decide to mentor, I want to make sure I'm on it. Mm-hmm. And I know exactly what yeah. I'm doing yeah. and talking yeah, yeah, about, so yeah. I'm giving them the right information. Yeah, you're not leading exactly. them down, a, you know, right. a, a, the wrong path, pretty much. Exactly. That's dope, man. I didn't, I didn't even know that existed. I know. Yeah. That's crazy. It's, crazy. it's <laughs> like a, a huge eye opener, and they have people there focused on your industry. So maybe that person doesn't specifically sell clothes, but in his 75 years of life, mm-hmm. he's helped people with businesses yeah. that are similar. Yeah. So yeah. he's like, it's just it's a dope option to have, and having that as well as people like you guys who can give other people connections yeah. anyone who's watching that needs business advice hit them up yeah hit me up yes. i'm more than happy to answer any yes questions. and we'll make sure to plug you know all the handles mm-hmm. and ways they can contact you um do you got you got a you got something you want, you want i mean well speaking of advice what what advice would you give somebody like that's trying to dip into the fashion industry um one do your research that's the yeah. biggest thing i could say um the one thing and I probably should have mentioned this before, but the Coco Chanel thing, reeling back to that, if anyone looks at my line from a fashion standpoint, from a high fashion standpoint, I worked at Nordstrom. I sold designer handbags and designer products, so my brain is designer. So the Central District logo, the accent on the E, is because it replicates the Celine Paris yeah, logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did mm-hmm. see that. Yeah. The uh, SCA shirt that I have is like Yves Saint Laurent. The goo-op is like the Gucci shirt. Mm-hmm. The off-white bricks is like the off-white yeah. shirt. Mm. I used to have a shirt that said Pretty Fabulous. That was like Prada. Mm. Um, I could go on and on. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember all the ones that yeah. are like. Even this, the hustle. Mm-hmm. This is. Does anyone know what this looks like or is inspired by? A oh, man. Meek Mill no, did a Savage yeah, collection. Yeah, I seen it. Okay, I, I was about to say. So I the seen Savage it collection he did had the um, money sign on the S. Okay. He mostly did like bathing suits, so that's why I did this one. Okay. And it was like before he went to jail Mm -hmm. but um the philly people would probably look at him be like oh okay that makes Mm -hmm. sense anyone else maybe you wouldn't notice but that's my spin on stuff so a lot of people want to have the same niche maybe they have the same style the same look the same Mm -hmm. customers even Um, but if you do your research and you find something that you're passionate about you're going to come across different no matter what. Mm, I yeah. have, like, everybody has the same T-shirts, the same sweats, yeah. the same beanies, yeah. the same snapbacks, the same dad caps. It's all the same. Yeah. But if your touch on something is different, it's a blank canvas. Yeah, too. that's real. So, I feel you. That's real. Passion first and anything's possible. I like that. I like that, too. I like that. Well, okay, well, uh, this is my last question for you, and I always ask this question for every guest that we bring through here. 
Um, it's, just, it's just a great way to sum up everything we've discussed, but also what's on the horizon and what's coming up for you. Um, so if you can, uh, what's one word that you can use to describe what keeps you on the up and up? I knew this was going to be hard. <laughs> uh, hustle. Mm. I'll say that. Mm. Not to even be cliche, not because I have my hustle mm-hmm. attire on, but um, hustle is what you make it. Everybody mm-hmm. can have hustle within them. Everybody can make money, sell things, do stuff, acquire, whatever you call that, but the reason it's in each person is different. How you're going to get it is different. Mm. The lengths that you'll go to is different. Mm-hmm. What you're going to do when you get it is different. Mm-hmm. So for me, hustle keeps me on the up and up. Mm. That's real. Mm-hmm. You're the third person to use that word. Oh, that's lit. Yeah, no, 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 no but, that's, a word. but that's a good thing, though. <laughs> that's a good thing. For, for a while, we've had like this person had one word they had a different one they had a different one but hustle it's has a common been pretty theme good. yeah i mean yeah. It's, it's it's a popular one and it's, it's necessary too so mm-hmm. right. i like that i like how you explain that too um well yeah i mean you know we do want to thank you for you know coming to the show um spending for some sure. time with thank us you. sharing your story uh we hope that people who are listening and, and viewing can draw from your story and, and pick up some some gems, some jewelry, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, hopefully you drop them Lace around yourself. here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, any shout-outs, any people you want to shout-out before, you know, uh, we kind of wrap this up? I just give a shout-out to my friends and family. Everybody knows who they are. Yeah. But being that it's my five-year at this point, I got to give kudos to them, kudos to God mm. for being at the point I'm at because a lot of people start things and then fail. Mm-hmm. Even if there's bumps on the road, I don't have a plan, option, or even view that I can or will fail. Mm. So at this point, I'm ready for the next five years, triple, double, quadruple some numbers. Let's get it. Yeah. And come back <laughs> and talk about that. Let's, yeah. get, it. Let's <laughs> get it. We're going to stay on the up and up with that. Um, so thank you, uh, Camille. We appreciate you. And it's officially, um, I think it's officially okay for me to say that Camille is officially a member of the up and oh, up. Okay. Definitely. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I will be-